What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's this thing where when you live in the middle of nowhere, uh, the 4th of July takes place for like a week. Yeah. And there's no possible night this week where we could record without fireworks going off (laughs) intermittently. Like it man you're you're not you're not whistling fourth of july here that's exactly what's been happening and if i had a dog that was still alive it would be freaking the f out right now tell you what like if you if you want to traumatize uh you know household pets and small (laughs) children definitely may i suggest the midwest it is it is the place for you or or have them catch you having sex either way Hello, everybody. This is Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the podcast where we podcast about podcasts. Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the podcasts about podcast inside a podcast. Maybe that's what our first topic should be. Travis uh, is uh, the Adult it's Swim, podcast? the Adult Swim <laughs> uh, game watch, the the infomercial. Uh, what is it? Blade blade trigger or something <laughs> yeah 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 what, 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 whatever that is uh yeah yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that uh first of this this is apathetic enthusiasm the podcast where we talk to each other about the things we've been doing for the last two weeks uh i i am travis as i said you can follow me on twitter at Juggalmino, uh at steve the heb that's that's brandon and then our shared twitter account is at Apathusiast. You can right. also follow this show on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. That is right. On Instagram where we post very little apathetic underscore enthusiasm <laughs> and then apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com if you want to send us an email and tell us what to talk about so we don't have to figure it out we, on our own. We promote the hell out of that Instagram and we just we put We nothing. just really don't. <laughs> I'm more of like a, a, a passive person on Instagram. Like uh, I'll check it relatively frequently but uh, i just don't always think to post things and i i took a whole bunch of pictures in boston and feel like 
I'll post one or two of them on Instagram, <laughs> maybe, eh, whatever. You know, here, here's uh, here's a here's a thing, man, and I, and I think this is this is a topic that can go on probably for at least five minutes, and it, it's it's the difficulties and the work required to have a social media presence, and maybe we've oof. we've we've maybe alluded to it here on the show before, but there is just to to focus your efforts just on twitter let's just let's just focus on twitter for one show one of our shows <laughs> they're oh my gosh I, you know i've ignored so much of my my son growing up and 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 chelsea you know doing uh things that chelsea does it it takes it takes up so much time and you you know this Travis you know. I I do and there used to be a period uh that that I, let's just call the last three years of my life uh, <laughs> that let's say since we started this podcast let's just say uh where my workload at my normal job was f- periodically pretty low like. I, I had seasons where things were really busy and things were going on, but there are also times where I, I really had the downtime required to not only surf Twitter, but also make regular posts to Twitter. Yeah. And then, I don't know, let's say the last like six months, all of a sudden I've been way freaking busy, like all day from the time I go into the office until the time I leave. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it feels like, like wow i really need to be on twitter more and the it's thank goodness for notifications like if it wasn't for push notifications like <laughs> i would be lost on half the stuff going on in the twitter sphere it it's 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 so hard and like you when when we started this when we started the podcast you and i were both i had just gotten to an, into a new job and you were in a job that didn't require that much effort from day to day and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of paper pushing, you know. Yeah, working for the man. <laughs> and then, and then we we started it, and I was good. I was going to I was going to college. I was working on my master's, and then I realized that the position that I was in was took too much time to work on my master's, so I dropped that. And I was like, no, I'm going to podcast. I'm podcasting. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, and and you now fast forward three years you are in a similar position where you're actually in a, a job where you are, you have to work and you can't be on Facebook <laughs> surfing. Just I know it's uh, like, I'll go home and Sheena's like, Oh, did you see this cute dog video? That's been all <laughs> over Facebook today. And I'm like, I don't think I've opened my Facebook today. I just, it's, it's, it's such, weird. It is it's such weird. a, I feel like a grown up shift. It's such a shift in your life. And you're like, I used I used to do nothing but look at Facebook, Twitter, and Netflix if it wasn't blocked at work. <laughs> oh, I've never even checked if Netflix was open. At oh work. man, when 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 I was in Colorado, uh, me and my buddy so lucid, Kevin. Hey, shout so out. We'd just be on nights watching Netflix all night. Well, I wouldn't. I'd be working on school because I'm productive. But he'd be watching yeah. Netflix. <laughs> So anyway, social media, uh, it's, yeah, a, anyway. it's a pain in the ass and maybe, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Someday we'll do Instagram. Maybe that, well, that's the thing, right? Like, so 20, 2018, I think was, was my, my new year's resolution was Reddit. 
I was like, 2018 is <laughs> going to be the year that I use Reddit. And I actually like have made Reddit posts this year. Uh, was, we've been relatively more active on uh, like the Rick and Morty subreddit, yeah. uh, mostly because we have dedicated posts for there. Um, but I'm like checking Reddit too a lot. And um, like a lot of my NBA news and things like that, I'm, I'm like checking to see what people on Reddit are saying about it. So um, I think maybe second half of 2018 or 2019 <laughs> let's just push it on down six more months uh maybe that'll be when i start using instagram <laughs> i don't know we'll see i i think i think the we should shift what we do for resolutions we shouldn't we shouldn't just stick with the the you know the new year's resolution we should do you know we have we have like half birthdays. Why don't we have half year's resolutions? Half year's resolutions. Well, it's it's the beginning of July. So like we're right at the half year. We are there, bruh. We didn't even plan this, Brandon, but let's <laughs> let's lay out our half year's resolutions for 2018. This is our half year's resolutions <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what I want to do is I said I would lose weight in the first half. I think I'll try to lose and weight. And I gained twenty pounds. <laughs> and so for my, so if if by this logic, I do the opposite, I want to gain twenty pounds. <laughs> There's fireworks. I don't know if you can hear them, but they're I, popping off. I I can't. It, it sounds like Fallujah outside or something. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Is it? I I don't know. I don't know when that was. Um, I don't. I don't know where Fallujah is. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the bombs bursting in air. Anyway, uh, I, I, uh, I resolve to use Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. Tying it all together. Or his half year resolution. You heard it here first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post a bunch of really poorly photographed, uh, (laughs) pictures of Boston. Just, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go post them. Those, those listening to us right now, do us a favor. Pause this episode Go out to Twitter, go to Apathusiast, and tell us what your half year's resolution is. Yeah, do it. Call to action. Fan interactions. Call to action. Let's get those action calls. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. That was a weird segment that we just came up with. Uh, we, have, we, we actually have you know a number of things we could talk about yeah uh we've we've kicked we've kicked the can of of incredibles 2 down the line like several weeks Long but enough. i finally saw it and uh do you want to do like a five minute uh thoughts thoughts and feelings about a 14 year delay on a, on a sequel <laughs> yeah let's let's do it man let's let's talk about incredibles 2 hashtag that's incredible did do you, did you ever watch that show when you were a kid? That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I don't know what that sound is. What? It's not a firework. <laughs> I think someone's. Do, I think someone's doing construction upstairs. Is is Sheena like know. moving furniture upstairs? She might be like laying laminate flooring or something. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's incredible. I. Was that like a Ripley's Believe It or Not type of show? Yeah, it, it was. And it, it was like in the 80s or so. And I don't remember much what went on in that in the show. But I do remember they just like brought up random people who were doing crazy stuff. The one episode I remember is Domino's. They 
they set up a whole massive amount of dominoes and then they're like they they knocked it over and and then at the end that's incredible yeah that's what they said that's what the show was that's incredible you did it i I just picture that being like the pitch in the meeting so like what if we just like do this really cool thing and at the end we said that's incredible that's incredible hey bill that's incredible they're like it's the 80s yeah sure we'll put it on tv cable's new we need to we need to figure out content for all these channels uh yeah no incredibles 2 um i'm gonna be real honest with you and saw it in the theaters uh like on a random like thursday afternoon was, was that the honest part that you saw in the theaters yeah that's the honest part i'm gonna be real honest with you uh i didn't see there a were a lot like it's a kids movie right it's kids movie family movie um part of me wishes i went and saw this movie at like 10 p.m where kids are asleep already because oh. the theater was alive with with activity uh there were children literally running from like the top of the theater all the way down to the screen oh my god uh he was like i can't see i can't see i'm like it's a 60 foot like screen dude that, like that that like that is incredible to me <laughs> uh that that's incredible <laughs> that i don't know i we're, we'll we'll get into incredibles here proper in, in a few minutes but or hopefully not that long but how how do parents this is apathetic enthusiasm apatherent apparent uh apparent how, how do how this do this par- is a parenting podcast it always has been fundamentally at its core how do parents let their kids run up and down in a theater like that how do they how do they not know that that's not common courtesy? I don't get it. Like I don't I don't want to like high road anybody, right? And maybe you're listening and like you struggle to control your child. And you know what? That's fine. Like, you know, life's a journey. We all we all have pumps along the road. <laughs> and I got to say the person who brought that child into the theater having no movie theater like etiquette courtesy ingrained in them they got up and left like maybe 20 minutes into the movie okay so but not without leaving like an epic mess with like popcorn and food like strewn about and all these things and i'm like all right like you know what like somebody works there they got to clean that up it sucks I, i feel bad for that person uh but i i didn't let the distractions uh, keep me from enjoying the film and i don't know if they did this when you went to see it but there was like a really short clip of a bunch of the voice actors that were like saying thank you for coming to to watch the movie thank and you know it took a really long time thank you 14 years thank you yeah if, if you didn't know that there was 14 years between this movie and the last movie well that that little clip tells you yeah it that- definitely does uh I want to tell you because I wear my heart on my sleeve. Oh, I legit got emotional during that little like stupid just clip of the voice actors saying thank you <laughs> because I realized you while was. watching that with my three children sitting beside me that I have been a huge fan of The Incredibles since before any of these three people next to me existed. Like, like the last time an Incredibles movie came out. I was just an adult that liked cartoons. <laughs> and now I have a 10-year-old that 
can watch it with me. Like, yeah, that is uh, crazy. Yeah. It, it was kind of it's kind of just like a bizarre like oh weird like life and time passes uh and then and then i watched a uh, a little short film about uh asian culture and dumplings and children <laughs> that, that leave home. oh okay oh shoot uh, i forgot all about that um <laughs> one yes it's been 14 years which means that it came out shortly after chelsea and i got married because that's how long we've been married oh so old burner, burner, burner. my grays <laughs> um, <laughs> my gray hairs uh, okay aside from that let's talk about let's talk about i forget what the, the name of that short is but it's the it's dumpling like, it's a yeah. dumpling short yeah the uh, apple dumpling short um oh my god when she what can you tell me what you thought about that like did you did you like it do you think it was a good short um i think it was all right uh I had I had read a headline. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't read the article, but I read a headline, <laughs> uh, like the day or two before, that just said white people are complaining because they don't understand the meaning of the the short that plays before Incredibles. And I was like, all right. And and it was something about why does the lady eat her baby or something like that. Like that was. Uh, for, sorry to spoil this for those of you that are still holding out hope of not <laughs> knowing what happens in the short film. Uh, you know, just fast forward or something. We're gonna talk about. It. Uh, this lady is making dumplings and she steams them, and the husband like eats all of his. She eats most of hers, and the last one like screams when she bites it, and then it grows a face and arms and legs, and then she, and then she starts it. treating it like her child, right? <laughs> and she raises it as her child, and it grows uh, up, and as as the, as the dumpling grows, it uh, becomes angsty and is gets into like grunge music, and then dates a white uh, woman, some a white woman, and and, and leaves and 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 is, and is threatening to leave. Uh, and right in that scene, she grabs the dumpling and shoves it in her mouth and eats it, uh, and then cries, breaks down and cries. Yeah. Uh, r- right after that, it shows her. Uh, crying in bed and the husband comes in tries to console her for a moment and then a the, the actual son comes in his head looks much, like a dumpling much uh <laughs> reminiscent of a dumpling maybe dude that dude that big old head that's all i'm saying yeah, like, yeah, yeah. uh yeah like a uh, hey it's not the first head. time that kid made mom cry that's all i'm saying uh <laughs> so uh, and then they like make dumplings together, and it's all sweet. And so my interpretation and, is and the, the, whole and the white woman makes the dumplings better than than the son does. Cultural appropriation, anyway. <laughs> uh, hey baby, hey, like, hey baby, hey, baby, hey good say. That's Gwen Stefani. I liked it. I thought it. I thought it told an interesting story about raising kids and kids growing up and growing apart, and how what a struggle that is for parents. Um, but I thought it was a dream. I, th- I, I didn't I didn't have some sort of like illusion where I thought, oh, the dumpling is really like the person or that the dumpling <laughs> turned into a person. Um, I thought it was a metaphor for the fact that as parents, it's sometimes like we're so afraid of like losing our children or our children leaving that we would do anything to get them to stay to the point of almost 
like suffocating them. Yeah, and, eating and them and then digesting them. them and then having yes. to poop them out eventually. <laughs> it's it's a, right. It's, I try not to take it to that level. <laughs> But it, well said, Brandon. It's a it's a metaphor. I get it's I, a metaphor. I get it, and and I'm not. The meaning of it is not lost. So whatever that headline is that neither of us read the actual article about. Yeah, of of course, uh, our kids are going to grow up, and then they're going to leave us, and we don't want them to leave us. But we know that they. It's better yeah, for so them. We're going to eat them. <laughs> I am going to murder my child. And I'm going to eat his little legs with a Chianti and fava beans. Uh, too far, Brandon. Too far. Uh, yeah. No. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it was all right. I thought it was good. That, but the moment she eats the dumpling is just a. Uh, it's it's a horror film in that in that moment. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And yeah, it is. and and and. And I think that for a movie called The Incredibles 2, where you want to bring your family to, it's it's a weird short to show ahead of time. I, I think that I think yeah, that's what my that's, fair. that's what my, my gripe is. Uh, it certainly isn't like kids we're aren't watching ready. Donald Duck before the parent trap, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Brandon. All, All right. right, let's. Without further ado, twenty minutes in, ha- let's what, talk about The Incredibles. What, what, <laughs> Don't forget to send us those happy resolutions, everybody. <laughs> let us know. Let us know what you're this committed is your, to changing in the your, second half of 2018. Your quarter podcast resolution. <laughs> uh, what What did you think of the movie overall? What, what, what were your thoughts? Uh, to To get into my thoughts, I would like to go back to the the original Incredibles, and I. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna get that deep into it. I see your face and you're like, oh god, we don't have that much time, Brandon. All the, right, I'm 20 years old. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just married Chelsea. Uh, our sex life was still going strong. Um, the original Incredibles. I I, I love the the original Incredibles, but then 14 years happened, and because 14 years happened, I kind of thought to myself. I mean, it was good. I liked it back in the day, but it wasn't as incredible as I remembered The Incredibles being. <laughs> um, and, and so, so I think a little bit of, of uh, that passage of time made me not super excited about this movie again. So, so going into it, I, I think my my expectations were tam- tempered a little bit. Okay, and. I mean, I I liked it a lot. I didn't. I won't say I loved it, but it was a, it was a good superhero movie. It was a good family superhero movie. And there were times that, there was one time specifically that I teared up a little bit, and and uh, I can talk about that moment now. It's towards the end of the movie, or I can talk about it later. All right. Uh, you know, this is your spoiler warning. Uh. <laughs> We if if you don't want incredible spoilers, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Uh, yeah. What what what? Why did you cry? Or why did you? I get didn't cry. Emotional? Damn it! I teared up. Listen, I, we're men, Brandon. I suck it back. And it's in. okay for us. It's okay for us to cry. <laughs> uh, if, I cried like a baby at Coco, and you were there. <laughs> I I was I was there. Uh, just real quick, The Incredibles takes place right. Incredibles two takes place right after The Incredibles, and uh, superheroes are still illegal, but uh, there's a there's a man voiced by 
um, Better Call Saul <laughs> that wants to make superheroes legal, and so he has a plan. Him and his sister. Do you have Do you have any kind of issue or beef with the fact that even though these movies have been released a decade and a half apart, that no passage of time has taken place between them? Because that doesn't bother me in the least. No, not at all. And I have that's I've heard a lot of people that are like. Man, the the first one came out so long ago, and the baby's still a baby. Like, what? I'm like, they're animated. <laughs> they don't age at the same pace as real life. Not, not, they're not real people. Not a single problem at all with that. The Simpsons have been stuck in '89 <laughs> forever. So you know, no, that 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 doesn't bother me at all. Um, okay. in be, because the Incredibles in this whole time discussion takes place in this kind of like, it feels like a 50s, 60s retro style time frame. Yeah. It it never, mm-hmm. it never occurs to me that, oh, 14 years have passed. There, there should be a 2017 Honda Civics driving around. Where are their iPhones? <laughs> this is so strange. Right, right. Yeah. Um, okay, so with with that in mind, yes, uh, Better Call Saul. Him, he has a company. Him and his sister trying to uh, formulate a plan to make superheroes legal. They, of course, they they get uh, Helen Hunt's character. Uh, not Helen, Helen Hunt. Hunt. Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> now, now I forget her name. Uh, whatever the mom. <laughs> You look it up while while I'm talking. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm helping. Elastigirl to I'm s- helping start fighting crime and show the world that hey, superheroes are a good thing. Okay, Craig T. Nelson, that's her. <laughs> uh, eventually, Holly Hunter, Holly, Holly Hunter, Hun- you're close. D- d- you right, just, you just missed the er. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, eventually, you find out that spoiler again. The sister is actually the bad guy of the film, and she has created a way to uh, mind control superheroes. And she doesn't want superheroes to to be legal again. She's trying to to sabotage it. So she gets uh, Mr. Fant- <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Incredible, whatever, Elastic Girl. They she gets them brainwashed, which means that Jack Jack and the two kids have to. Uh, take up the mantle of superhero and and the part that i teared up with isn't about any of the you know the the marriage stuff or anything else it's the kids realizing that they are empowered and that they they're growing up and that they are yes becoming superheroes I, that yeah. is the yeah. weirdest friggin' thing for me to to tear up by but like they're doing it like it's yeah. it's, it's whatever yeah. a parent wants i guess is is why i and I'm even just getting misty eyed thinking about it. Oh, just uh, he does have a soul, ladies and gentlemen. He does. <laughs> uh, no, I I think that's um, I'm with you. I I so I'm like a real big fan of The Incredibles. Uh, I watched it repeatedly before I had kids to watch it with, uh, and and then when I had kids, it was one of those movies that I shared early and often with them. Um, my son used to run around the neighborhood uh, saying I'm fast like Dash because he he wanted to be like Dash or Robert Parr. Um, Dash and, is one of the kids, by the way, listeners, if you, yeah. haven't, if you don't know. Yeah. Come on. Nope. They know that. They know that, Brandon. <laughs> uh, 
and and yeah and so um like my son dressed up as dash one time for halloween uh i've just i i've really i always liked the story and um it's it's a, it's an unconventional superhero story uh so so i i really liked it and i thought that they did a good job i know it took 14 years to make it happen but a, a good job of showing like a different side of it and showing how much Mr. Incredible struggles with like being the stay at home dad and how he feels so empowered, like the superhero that could do anything, but he really needs to tap into a different part of his personality to survive the challenges that face him at home while Elastigirl or Helen is, is off doing the superhero thing. So um, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I, I thought that the, villain was a little predictable uh i i called i kind of gave called I, it like minute one <laughs> yeah yeah sheena and i kind of looked at each other and just like yeah yeah and then like walking out to the car we're like hey kids did you guys know that it was gonna be her they're like no we had no idea and i'm like well all right watch watch a hundred more movies like this and then you'll <laughs> and then you'll be right on par with us um but yeah no i thought it was good i thought it was entertaining um and and it was cool to see like the superheroes come back and, and sort of be redeemed um which you kind of think is going to happen at the end of the first incredibles movie right. but you know to see how it all ends up playing out uh was pretty interesting i think that they could try to squeeze a third movie out of this franchise uh but i don't feel like they need to um but I I felt like it was really good. There were moments with uh, Edna Mode, uh, the the designer of the superhero <laughs> costumes, that cracked me up. Um, I really really enjoyed a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Overall, I really I really did enjoy the movie. I wasn't let down, which for a movie that I would consider is like one of my favorite Pixar movies. Uh, like the follow up to that, it 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 held up. It it definitely did the first one justice. I, I I agree. I, I have two parts of the movie that uh, I really enjoyed. I'll get through the superficial one first, which is the whole scene with Jack Jack fighting with the squirrel, which is uh, raccoon? Uh, raccoon, 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 yeah. raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's like my kid's favorite part. Killed it's, me. I mean, it's it's great. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's wonderful. And I was like, that raccoon is is incredibly scrat like from ice age <laughs> and I, I i loved it that whole part like, i i didn't laugh as much of the entire movie as i did in in the five minute scene alone uh there were a lot of scenes where i laughed out loud and may have been one of a couple people in the theater that did <laughs> and and often i would like laugh at something and then like my daughter would look at me and be like what what is so funny uh but like there's a moment where uh Mr. Incredible goes back to Edna after um, dropping Jack-Jack off for the night. And like Jack-Jack is like walking like her and he's got like the like lollipop (laughs) and he's like mimicking her like sort of demeanor and everything. And it just, it cracked me up. So it's and like, they don't even really draw that much attention to it at first, but I was, I was rolling in the theater. Um, the the the, se- the second part that I, that I want to bring up, which, which isn't as it's not it's not superficial. What I really liked in the movie, and movies are doing this a lot. And I, I watched, oh, I need to finish that movie too. Uh, I watched a little bit of Game Night, which I won't I won't get too far into. I won't get into Game Night, 
Uh, I've seen it, but yeah. oh, oh, okay. I haven't finished it. So um, the the relationship between uh, Mister Incredible and Elastigirl, <laughs> like it's it starts off and you kind of seem it kind of seems like that it's going to be this um this conflict between them about like oh i want to i want to be a superhero and you're a superhero and although it touches on that i really enjoyed that it didn't it didn't go in go that direction it was a real kind of marriage and a real relationship where yeah okay go ahead uh, that's I'm supportive of you. I know I have my my wants and desires, but I also support you. So you should go do that. Uh, and and her acknowledging, like I know this bothers you, but you know, thank you for supporting me. Um, I, I really like the scene after her big save of the runaway train or whatever, where she's like doing the status checks and like making sure everything's okay at home and everything like that, and like is like really level headed about everything. And then once everything seems like, okay, no, everything's fine. And like, like Bob is like cool with like what's going on. Then she allows herself to get excited about what she did. And like, it's really interesting. Like I've been in that situation and I I think Sheena has too at times where it's just like, like you don't, you don't want to be all like, oh man this was so awesome when you know the other person is like oh i just like did a load of dishes (laughs) yeah i had to do homework and then like the kid was crapping all over the place whatever like you know and i'm like i just i just did a walking tour of boston it was amazing (laughs) like you know like yeah yeah you you kind of you kind of have to work work that balance a little it's it's such a a real relationship that i that i appreciate that in the movie And and i bring up game night because game night starts off with Jason Bateman and um uh your your wife <laughs> what's yeah she know mm-hmm. <laughs> uh the 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 woman that looks like Rachel your wife. McAdams yeah Rachel McAdams and and they don't have any conflict like their conflict is they're they're supportive of each other and they really like game nights and they're they're not adversaries in the movie they it could easily go into like a negative like oh oh are we going to divorce but it doesn't do that at all. Uh, no, yeah, uh, they they really come off as a team like the whole time for the most part. Yeah, yeah. okay. Anyways, that's our game night podcast. That you could find that on iTunes <laughs> and Stitcher. I, I gotta say, as far one of the things about game night is they do this cool thing with like forced perspective or something like that, where they make like location shots look like almost like game boards or game pieces oh. sometimes, um, mm, which yeah. is awesome. Really well done stylistic, like style wise. However, whoever designed the poster come on c plus at best like i don't know it just i feel like they could have done a little bit more than sticking a ski mask on a on a sorry piece or something like i don't know it just it's not it's not for me that that's our that's our game night uh graphic design poster podcast takes on the poster for game night 2018 heck yeah anyway Uh, so so that those are our thoughts are on credibles do you have anything else to say about that uh no. Um it was worth the wait. I'm excited to own it and make it part of my collection. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm sorry that people that work at Pixar uh, do not treat women nicely. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hashtag Lassiter. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, and that's okay. the political portion of our. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, let, that let, I I almost wanted to bring that up to you because I 
it kind of stuck with me a little bit where I was like, like Pixar, so many great films have come out of that studio, but all this like terrible stuff is also coming out about the studio. And I'm just like, that really sucks. Like I, I I don't know. I, I would just, I just am really ready for people to treat other people like, I don't know, respectfully. And, uh, I don't know. Like let's, let's, let's do that. Half resolution 2018. <laughs> our treat sec- women as our equals, second please. quarter podcast resolution. Just treat, just treat people respectfully. Just kind of be nice. Can we do Come that? On. Can we ni- be nice to people? Come on. And register uh, to vote. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if, uh, as far as Incredibles 2, if you have any thoughts, be sure to send us, uh, send us your comments over at Apathusiast on Twitter. Thank you. Hashtag. Thank you. Hashtag. Thank you. Uh, uh, what, what else? Uh, uh, so we talked about a movie that's a couple weeks old. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about a game that's like a year and a half old? <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk. I'll talk about this new game I found. Uh, yeah, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I think we talked about it before on on the show, but it was it was I, yeah, but only I had played. It, it was a very one sided conversation because I could give two shits. Uh, <laughs> uh, in, in I, I was I was hesitant to play the game and buy the game because I'm like, well, I, I don't I don't I don't want to spend sixty bucks on this game. It sounds interesting. It sounds like I would have a good time with it, but I don't. How does it differentiate itself from other open world kind of adventure games? Um, and and what what happened was I just finished Mario versus Rabbids, which we still haven't talked about, and it was a good game. Uh, very XCOM. It's Mario XCOM. There you go. That's my review. I had fun. I trudged through it, and I finished it. Uh, by the way, the Donkey Kong Country DLC is out, and that's supposed to be pretty good. Okay, I finished <laughs> with Mario Rabbids, and I said, "Okay, well, I need a new game. I want to, I want to keep playing games on the Switch because just the portability of it really, you know, gets my gander." I don't know if that's a thing. And it is now. My my coworker, he's like, "Hey, I," he was talking about Legend of Zelda, and I said, "Hey, can I, can I borrow it?" And he said, "Yeah, sure. I finished it a long time ago." long time ago because it's been out for a year and a half and uh and so i didn't i didn't pop it in but i i went on a trip i just went on a trip overseas and i said you know what that's a good time to start this game on a long ass airplane flight (laughs) over out of the u.s and i played it a lot and then i eventually got home and then i put it on the tv and I'm still Just playing kept it. Kept on playing it. And I'm still yeah. and I'm still and I'm still playing it. I'm still figuring stuff out. Now, what do I think of the game? It doesn't really differentiate itself much from other adventure games. <laughs> uh, it feels it feels Assassin's Creedish. Or I'm just I'm climbing to the to top of towers just so I can jump off of them later. Uh but then you get to know where stuff is if you climb to the top of the tower. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, in Assassin's Creed, you climb to the top of the tower and you do a little, like, oh, here's the, the surrounding area. And then 
then things show up on your mini map. In Zelda, you have to look around. I'm like, I have to do the work. <laughs> I have to do the work to look around and do like manage my stamps. You gotta actually like take pins. a picture of it or something. Come on. <laughs> all right, right, right. Meet me halfway, Zelda. <laughs> um, I played the game for about six hours before I realized how to dodge and counter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Cool. Um the 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 weapons breaking bother me. It gets yeah gets kind of tedious. The the I'm making food may, maybe you can maybe you can shine some light on this. Is there a faster, more efficient way to make food? To cook food. Because- uh, not super fast. Like you can kind of skip it. Like when it's doing the, like that noise is when it's in a pot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you get the like whistle at the end. Woo, mm-hmm. Like it's done. Um yeah. I think you can skip a like part of that music. Okay. So uh, so no fast way to cook food. That not really. That 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 gets me. There there's there's some frivolous things in there that um not maybe not frivolous, that's maybe that's not the word, but artificial things to expand the length of the game like that. Like if mm-hmm. it, uh, like when you, when you find one of those, one of those little dungeons, one of those shrines, yeah, you go up and you, you put your little tablet on there and you can skip that animation. And then if you skip that animation, which saves maybe like 10 seconds, not even that, like five seconds, then you go to the elevator and you click a, and then you can skip that part where he's going down the elevator. Then you get all the way down the elevator, and then it like comes up with a text like, "Oh, this is this kind of shrine." You could skip that. <laughs> all this stuff you could skip, but it's it's three times you have to skip stuff when you could have just been like, yeah. "I just just give me to the bottom of this friggin' elevator so I can do this." I just shrine. you. We both know why I'm here. We both know why I'm here. <laughs> I'm trying to get these spirit orbs. Just like, let's get let's get to it. Come on. Come on. P- puzzle me up. Puzzle <laughs> me up. Let's do it. Uh, uh yeah, I, I, I played that. I got I got the game for Christmas. Um and I beat the four like uh Beast, Divine Beasts. Divine Beast, yeah. And a bunch of shrines. Still haven't beat the game though, because I'm not good at games sometimes. <laughs> and Ganon's really hard, uh, for me. So maybe I just don't know like the the moves maybe i don't know how to dodge and, and parry yet uh but i yeah. i know how to dodge and parry i just i'm i suck at it i'm so i'm so bad at it i don't it does uh, you know i i think i think what it is is when you're in a, a world full of gears and not gears of war like god of wars and and batman arkham asylums where it prompts you to parry or to dodge to mm. to go to a game where you just have to know the timing of it, um, it it's a bit of a steep learning curve. You've been you've been mm. conditioned one way for so long, I think. But yeah. I, I'm looking forward to beating yeah. the game. The wife doesn't come back for two like like another week and a half. I'm free. I'm single, drunk. Yeah, you, you are probably gonna beat that game before I do. Probably is not the word I'd use. Yeah, absolutely. Most <laughs> definitely going to beat the game before I do. Yeah. 
this week, Travis. So other than Breath of the Wild, this week we have a new movie coming out. I don't want to talk about it oh. too long. But let's The Man of Ants. Uh. Ants in my eyes, Johnson. <laughs> oh can I feel no, I can't. I don't know. I don't know the quote. Uh Ant Man, one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yes, the sequel is coming out. Ant Man and the Wasp this Friday. And and I could not be more excited to go see it. Travis, are you seeing it opening weekend? Yes. Ugh. Now here here's what Well, yeah, except Movie Pass is like throwing all these curveballs in their terms where like I might have to pay extra to see stuff on like opening weekend or something. Mm. I don't know. I still want to see it this weekend. Like done deal. I definitely want to see it. What 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 is what is the thing that you're looking forward to most from that movie? Evangeline Lily. No, um uh, we love her. I'll I'll <laughs> fight you. Lost. Uh <laughs> No, I, uh, so there are whispers, rumors, uh, secrets that, 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 that there may be things that happen in the course of this film that might nod or imply, shed light on, uh, additional information about what's going on in Infinity War or, or the upcoming Infinity War 2 unnamed sequel, uh, so, so I would love to see that stuff. Uh, there's also maybe some tie-in with Captain Marvel or other stuff. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what Ant Man was doing. Um, and Ant Man was was hilarious. Like that was a great movie, and I think it's going to be really fun to kind of just have a fun, uh, slightly less serious uh, Marvel movie than than we just uh, got through uh, with Infinity War. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Even though, even though the Infinity War memes are just so great, uh, oh, so great. Rest, rest in peace, Toys R Us. <laughs> a picture of Jeffrey the Giraffe disappearing. I'm sorry, I don't want to go. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't feel good. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what, what, what about you? What are, what are you most excited to see in, in Ant Man and Wasp? You, 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 you brought it up already. The, the, I've said since Infinity War came out. That people are like, how are you going to follow up Infinity War with Ant-Man and the Wasp? Oh, all this bad stuff, this super serial stuff just happened, and now you're gonna now you're gonna put a funny comedy that doesn't fit. Gonna yuck it up with Paul Rudd, that, come on. That doesn't come fit on. tonally, guys. And and the the thing about it is, uh, Faggy and all the folks at Marvel, they've they've plan this out there's reasons why movies are where they are being released right you we didn't release guardians of the galaxy 2 after infinity war we didn't release uh black panther after infinity war right like it's the, all that stuff was leading or thor ragnarok all that stuff was leading to infinity war which then means that anything in between these two avengers movies clearly to me in my mind <laughs> is 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 leading up so ant-man and the wasp sure it's gonna be funny it takes place before infinity war actually happens in the timeline but it has to be introducing stuff that gives us clues strong clues on how the resolution in, in avengers 4 is going to happen yeah there's there's uh what is what is that <clears throat> area that they when they shrink super small they 
quantum realm or something yep, like that. You got like, it. Uh, uh, it it feels like from the previews that they're really gonna invest heavily in that part of the pseudoscience that that is Ant Man and the the main villain gets a hold of this technology. Um, forgive me for not knowing what the Ghost. villain's name is. Ghost? <laughs> it's so <Okay>. easy. <laughs> So easy. No, it's so easy. I, I don't. I'm not giving you real crap. I've forgotten so many people's names tonight that I didn't. Is is Ghost like a major comic book villain? Like no, I don't... no. But it's just it's just an easy name to remember. Yeah, it's pretty standard. <laughs> standard spooks and Bob. And, and, I forgot yeah. Bob and Mister Incredible. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if they're they're digging through that quantum realm could have some sort of impact on who is still around or who maybe uh, disappeared towards the end of Infinity War. That may, maybe that that has has something to do with it. Um, also, really uh, sort of strange out strange uh outside of the mcu uh that 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 was confirmed that dr strange 2 is definitely happening um so when when, I mean, is, when is that i know when it, is that 2020 uh i don't know the exact dates on it i just i think it was james gunn that uh like confirmed that it's definitely happening or something uh, i don't yeah i don't know why he's the expert on it but well, uh, he uh, Gunn did release a, a picture on on Twitter for the Guardians of the Galaxy three script. So oh. confirmed, confirmed that everyone confirmed. comes back but from the but dead. They're all dead. They're all <laughs> dead. Spoilers. They're all dead. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that all shakes out. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy maybe teaming up with uh, Captain Marvel or something. That'd be May- pretty dope. Oh, pretty dope, dope, dope sauce. Dope sauce. <laughs> Is that something you ever said? Dope sauce. It shouldn't. It shouldn't uh, I just did. It shouldn't have been. It's part of my 2018 happy year <laughs> resolutions. Quarter, third quarter podcast resolutions. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, the I, I want. I wanted. I wanted to bring up something with you, Travis. And this this goes with my third quarter podcast resolution. It's. Are are, are you moving completely away from Marvel? Because oh, I want. No, I we, want don't, to we touch don't. One we don't. More we thing. don't have to. I mean, I, I, I just want to say a, a very close personal friend of mine, uh, Brandon. Tyler, Tyler. Uh, who who you know, uh, yeah. we've, we've mentioned him on the show a few times. Uh, in in a, in, a, in an evening of of late late night gaming, I brought up I think Infinity War right after it had come out, and he mentioned to me that he has never like he doesn't watch superhero movies. Period. So like. I got an email from him. Sorry to put you on blast here, Tyler. Uh, no pressure now that it's now that it's out <laughs> on the podcast. But he was asking me like if if a person were so inclined to start watching superhero movies, where should they start? What should they watch? Um, and he he was talking like he was blending like I, part of this was him being funny, but like blending like X Men <laughs> with like <laughs> Spider Man and Superman and all this stuff. Um, so funny. <laughs> so then I had to like kind of break down like this like response where i'm like well okay i would stick to mcu like for me that's the best in superhero movies in the last decade and i would i i recommended that he start just chronologically from actual release dates but would you recommend in in a different strategy for watching 
uh, Marvel movies if, for someone that's literally never watched any of them? Uh, okay, let me let me unpack this a little bit. So he he hasn't watched any superhero movies. Like like really pretty much not. Like I think he's watched a couple like early X Men movies, but like zero MCU stuff. Zero zero that that's one hundred percent confirmed. Zero MCU stuff. Like has not seen Iron Man, has not watched Thor, Captain America, who's that? Like Okay. Nada. All right. Well see uh, I think what my 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 initial concern is is that Maybe he just doesn't like superheroes. <laughs> and, Fair. And, and, Fair if, point. And, and if he doesn't like that genre, no leaping off point in the in the MCU is gonna suffice or, or or appease his his whims. It's it's not it's like I can confirm beyond a shadow of a doubt that he definitely likes Duffman. Uh, who, who's, a, who's, a, who's a superhero you know for all of us <laughs> for, for for all of us. yeah yeah that that's the thing so if yeah. he if he if he likes comics uh then then yeah i mean he he should he should start with the mcu at at the beginning but if he's if he's like he's kind of on the fence and you're like i don't know if i like superheroes sorry guys but i'll watch one every one once in a while to reconfirm my dislike for the genre then then i would say go for some of the the sillier ones that kind of play off the tropes of them uh so like i would say ant-man i like i like ant-man because it's funny uh thor yeah, yeah. gardens of the galaxy those ones because they're funny um and thor ragnarok because it's the most untraditional of the superhero movies it it does it does get yeah. into some of those those tropes but yeah it, it, and it, i think thor ragnarok builds on on a lot of things that if you haven't watched the previous thor films or the previous avengers films like you you may not get all of the jokes 100 percent, but you could still appreciate some of what's going on there uh i just i feel like the marvel movies do such a good job of building on themselves and setting things up very early that, that have payoff two or three movies later, uh, that for me, I feel like you, it, you're almost doing yourself a disservice to, to, to skip those films. Um, but there are definite entry points for someone that isn't interested in watching 10 years of cinema. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, w- I would say that I, I like Thor Ragnarok a lot. Uh, it was directed by uh, uh, YTT, Taika YTT. And who directed what we do in the shadows? The the awesome vampire, uh, like spinal tap. Soon to, soon to be a TV series. Yes, yes. And I I know a a fellow podcaster who on his on his Facebook he was like, I got through ten minutes of Thor Ragnarok and I had to turn it off. And I'm like. And you're like unfriended. Un- <laughs> like that's 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 ten minutes too short. There's an entire movie there, and he, he just kind of like uh, you know put his heels in the the sand. And he's like I'm not. Well, I'm not watching it. I'm like well, you're you're miss you're missing out. I I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, to me, it is non traditional, and it is a great film. Uh, it's hilarious. I, 
I, I really enjoy Thor Ragnarok. I, I've watched it again since it since it came out on Netflix. But um, all right, so you were you were about to segue, and then I pulled a Brandon <laughs> oh. and 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 drew us back into the Dead. conversation. So so I want to allow you now to to ham fist your your segue into into this very moment. I'm not ham fisting my segue anymore. You you just you ham ham fisted my segue in there. Like speaking of ham fisting. Uh, <laughs> I, I used my I used my smoker yesterday. Made a ton of pulled pork. That delicious. doesn't that doesn't excuse you <laughs> saying. Speaking of ham fisting, um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, okay. All right. So I was talking to 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 Kevin, right? So lucid, and he he hit me up today, and he was like, "Hey, we should do you and I should do like a 31 days of, of Halloween kind of article thing for, for horror movies on the site. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And it's a good idea. And, and him and I were, were collaborating on that and, and working on that separately. And it, and it, and it got me kind of thinking about, about horror movies in, in general and then podcasting. There's a lot of podcasts out there. They, they talk about horror films and I saw on Twitter, somebody was like, Oh yeah, we started a new horror podcast. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I had an idea for, I had an idea for a podcast and, and I want to, I want to workshop it with you right now, Travis. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. And I, I'm workshopping it with you knowing full well that I'm not going to do anything with it. All right. Okay. Remember that listeners. <laughs> Remember that. But you have to give me the credit if you, if you take it. So here, here's, here's my idea. It's, it's a very short form podcast, horror film podcast, but, but what it's called is don't go in there. And, <laughs> and, and, and the, the, the concept behind the podcast is to bring up a horror movie. Uh, we'll say, we'll say, uh, Friday the 13th, Jason goes to hell. Okay. The, the idea is five minutes. Explain why I didn't go into that situation that got me killed. So it, it's basically it's basically don't go in there. Uh, what am I doing instead of going uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> going into that room and, and ending up dead? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or or even like taking a key moment in a horror film and be like, here's a key moment where this person could have survived. Let's describe the alternate. That that's that that's my that's my that's my base idea. That's where I'm starting from. That- so I feel like that's definitely like a niche sort of uh, audience because you got to have people that are like not just fans of horror films, but are like hardcore fans that like don't only like the films, but remember specific moments and, and characters that like end up death. <laughs> your eyes are like <laughs> wide as saucers. You're just like, yes, this is exactly yes. what I wanted. Um, so, yeah, I mean. You know, and I'm sure those people are out there, and I, I'm sure that they would be very interested in something like that, or, I mean, or maybe not. I mean, I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking about horror films, but even even in action films, right? Like, what what happens in in uh, you know, maybe I'll just say, I'll say Die Hard for lack of anything else that I can think of. You know, person cameo uh, walk on <laughs> role D who gets shot. I mean, what what else could he have done instead of being in that moment as a hostage 
to to die. He could have he could have gone home and spent Christmas with his family instead of doing coke at the office. God, I mean, what what an asshole! Like, go <laughs> go spend time with your family. Like, and and that's Jeez. and that's what this podcast. You work is so about. hard. You work so hard <laughs> all year to give them such a nice life, and then for what? For what? For what? I, uh, so that that's that's my idea, Travis. You know what? What kind of what kind of shortfalls do you see happening from it? You know how how can we improve the idea? Uh, focusing. Let's. I mean, let's talk so, about this. So, so is this something where you write the scenarios out in advance, or are you improvising? No, the scenarios. Definitely not improvising. Code. You you know me. I can't improvise out of a tin hat. <laughs> You can't improvise the object that you're improvising your way out of. <laughs> you know, you know, I can't. You know, I can't do that. You know, I can't do any of that. Uh, yeah. Well, well, then, then maybe that's uh, depending on the way that they're written. And I, I think that the interesting thing is, um, you're you're basically taking that thing that essentially makes a, a scene a horror film. And then removing it and instead replacing it with potentially mundane uh, <laughs> actions that the person could have done that would result in them not being brutally murdered. Yeah, 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 kind of, kind of, you know, instead of so like, uh, you know, I'm going to go downstairs. It's a very cliche thing. I'm going to go downstairs with this candle. Instead, I'm going to, you know, uh, go to the supermarket and buy some steaks. <laughs> and uh, I, I found this really, really good recipe on um, on Eatsy. Eatsy <laughs> is Eatsy. Uh, is I found a, Eatsy a website. I found a website, <laughs> not a sponsor. As I was looking at barbecue recipes, called Hey Grill Hey. And <laughs> <laughs> it cracked me up. I was like, "Well done, solid URL there, person." Uh, yeah, it, it, and, it, and and de- and decent pulled pork recipe <laughs> at any at any rate um well hopefully you know hopefully somebody will will volunteer to help me out with this podcast that i'm not gonna do and uh we'll <laughs> we'll establish maybe maybe yeah. maybe kevin listening maybe we'll, you know during this 31 days of of uh halloween maybe we'll we'll come up with some situations i'm throwing this out there to him i told i i told him about the i was gonna bring this up ahead of time so he would, so I'd make sure he'd listen to this episode, and no, I'm not okay. I'm, I'm not going to talk to him on Messenger or Discord or anything. I want him to listen to this so he can think about it and then then come yeah. back to me. And then and then hit us up here on ap- 2018 half half year resolutions for <laughs> us. I uh, that's that's <laughs> well. Uh, we we hit we have eclipsed the hour mark here, Brandon. Uh, any any other any other major things that are that are sticking in you that uh, you just feel like you gotta gotta get off your chest? Uh, you know, it's Independence Day. Uh, it's the birthday of our our nation. I I walked around the birthplace of our nation. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It was you know I have never really visited the East Coast, uh, in my life and. Uh, I gotta say, it was a. I was, I was only in town for a couple of days, but really cool trip. Uh, makes me want to load up the fam and just kind of tour the East Coast because it's it's amazing the amount of history that's just sitting around in places. <laughs> like you just walk up to it and oh hey, there's there's a place where people were brutally murdered or there's a place <laughs> where a war happened. Like I don't know, 
all we got around here is corn. <laughs> right. I, I think I think that's really crazy about the the US compared to other countries where like in, in Europe everywhere is historical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well we're like, oh yeah, East Coast. Oh yeah, oh, Boston. Oh, it's so um, there there's so much stuff there. California's like their gold rush was in like eighteen sixty or it wasn't even that early. It was yeah. later. It's like the the people that experience that are are like now just dying or their kids are just dying. But yeah. Like, like if they didn't go to World War One, then <laughs> then they're just now dying. Yeah. Um but yeah, Europe is you know, the complete opposite. And and so you, you travel to Boston, you just missed Harmontown, uh rest in peace. Ugh, by like twenty four hours. Yeah. Uh, when I was coming back to the U.S., I I had a layover, a ten hour layover in London uh, over at Heathrow, and and it's so historical. It's so historical there. I didn't see anything because it was I landed at like ten o'clock at night, and <laughs> uh, but the we're getting we're getting close to Independence Day, and let me just tell you, nobody knows Independence like those Brits. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was going through immigration and I had my passport ready and I was, I was walk. first of all I got yelled at by one of the like the line attendants because you have like the immigration card where you have to like fill out your like passport number and where you're going and all that stuff and I was next in line and my buddy was right in front of me and, and he uh, the, the attendant's like okay you can go ahead go over and go this direction it was like a quicker line and I was three numbers away from fil- like completing my my immigration card with a password number. He's like, if you're done if you're done with your card, you can go over in this fast pass line. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty much done. He's like, he's like, okay. Then he looked at my card and he's like, you're not done. Hey, you're not done. I'm like, well, I'm I mean, I'm almost done. It's three numbers, man. And he's like, no, you're not done. You go over there. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go over here. But I mean, I just have three numbers to go. I don't know. You took all his tea, all of it, and you just threw it in the harbor. (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking. I don't know why I was talking shit to the immigration line guy. (laughs) I was just. I'd I'd been on like a like a already like a ten hour flight. Like I didn't. Where you're like, we already beat you guys once. (laughs) Don't start anything. This is your punishment, England. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so then he got then he got uh, tired with me. He's like, you know what? Never mind. Just go in the fast pass line. Okay. So me and my buddy and my other friend, uh, we go to the fast pass immigration line and we get to the immigration agent and, you know, he's he's British. He's speaking with his his funny, not funny. It's not funny. Like his, his normal accent. (laughs) I mean, it's, he's, he's British, whatever he's, we, I have my accent. He has his, let's just, it's normal. Yeah. You're talking with your funny accent and you know, he's talking with his. Right, exactly. And uh, so he's going through the whole thing. He's looking at our passports. And then he says, are, 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 are you any of you guys uh, Republicans? <laughs> and, and my friend is, says, uh, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a Republican. And the immigration official leans over to a pretend trash can and puts his finger down his throat and makes, <laughs> makes a vomit. <laughs> he's like, Oh, you're a Republican? Oh. <laughs> and and I was it was just the funniest thing. Funniest thing to me. Good old good old Brits. 
Oh, man. And then my other friend who was like on a separate line, he went through his thing and uh, uh, th- there was a problem with his passport or something like that. And the the, the guy's like, uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. You Yanks, you, you Yanks here, you Yanks are here all the time. And like, God, I want to be called a Yank. I want. That I I want nothing more than me to call it a yank in my life. <laughs> All right, yank. <laughs> uh, By real person, Travis. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, well, maybe you can make that part of your 2018 <laughs> part two resolution second chapter. <laughs> the very last part of my story of London is this. Uh, it was too late. It was a Thursday night, so nothing's open past 11. We go to the hotel, we go to the bar, have a, a drink in the bar. Uh, me and my buddy are like, we're hungry. What's open? Like, I think there's, I think there's a restaurant down, down the road a ways. So we, we leave the hotel, we turn, turn the corner. Lo and behold, there it is. 24 seven McDonald's like 20 feet away. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't have, I can't have a standard London McNugget here. I need to have something special. So I had a big and tasty. <laughs> I had a big and tasty bacon. That was my London cuisine. Oh my gosh, so adventurous! Look uh, at you. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> uh, then I slept for an hour and a half in my hotel room, and then woke up to go to work. And you're like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go back on the plane. That was fun. Yay. Big and tasty. London. London. I would love to go back someday. Yeah. I want to go to Europe. Let's let's do a podcast tour in Europe. Let's do it. Guys, hit us up on Patreon. <laughs> uh, be sure to be sure to, to hit nice, us up. Nice segue. Well, well done. <laughs> We're going to uh, up our up our minimum requirements so we can get to London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's not for true you, for I was, you the fans. I was joke no it's definitely not happening uh yeah but um i mean that's pretty much it uh there's there's definitely some marvel movies coming out over the next couple weeks uh some some other things that are happening i don't know it's summer it's summer my kids never go to sleep during summer i'm exhausted <laughs> uh uh but uh, yeah um so we'll, we'll we'll definitely be talking Ant Man and Wasp on the next episode of this podcast, and uh, if there's if there's other things that that you guys are interested in us, us talking about, uh, you know, hit us up over at uh, at Apathusiast on Twitter or send us an email apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail dot com. And uh, if you're really enjoying the show, maybe you're new to it, maybe you're a, you're just a super huge Rick and Morty fan, and you've been listening to Interdimensional RSS, and you just just want to get more of those Travis and Brandon podcasts. So, so you're so you're new to this show. If you haven't had a chance, go over to Apple Podcasts and and uh, rate and review this show. It really helps others to find this this podcast, and we we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Brandon, anything anything else that you just just eating away at you before I, before we sign off? I just want to make sure that everyone remembers their call to actions. Of course, <laughs> of course, we're talking about our our mid years resolutions. So send that to us on Apathusiast. Oh, and, I forgot about that. We almost like we almost barely even talked about it in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. So remember that, and also remember my my 
don't go in there podcast if you want to be a part of this this groundbreaking new short form podcast be sure to to hit me up i'm at steve the heeb don't 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 bog down apathusiast with all the requests for helping all those don't go in there requests (laughs) yeah send them direct to the man uh to la Paul George is staying at OKC. Uh, That's our sports segment. Thanks for listening. LeBron James. <laughs> what is, how did, Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. I was, um, hey, anyway. Thanks, man. Yeah. Lakers are still going to suck. So, yeah, so. they are. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm going to get the most response off that last two minutes. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure of it. And uh, until next time, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. Okay, bye. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.